재미와 지식의 오디오라이프 팝빵 This is Koreascape on TBS EFM 101.3 MHz in Seoul and surrounding areas. If that installment of real-life Korean was not enough for you, if you still hunger for more vocabulary and more grammar, then you're in luck. Our installment of TBS 120 today is all about ways that you can learn Korean on a deeper level. Tips, tricks, places to go. And our in-studio reporter, Haley Cha, is here to tell us about it. Hi, Haley. Good morning. Good morning. Your Korean is, of course, perfect. I yes, envy you. of course. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> but a lot of people get here, and it's easy to get into a pattern of uh, avoiding speaking Korean, hanging out with people that speak your language, uh, putting it off, procrastinating. But when people are finally ready to start learning, uh, surely this is the right place to learn Korean, isn't it? Yeah, of course. And before we start, I want to ask you one question. Mm. Do you think the Korean is really difficult language to learn as an English native speaker? Uh, yeah. <laughs> really? Though I heard you it's can a, speak good y- Korean. Well, uh, y- these are rumors. Uh, <laughs> I, I deny it. But um, some, you know, for some language groups, certain languages are easier than others, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, uh, an English speaker can learn Spanish and French and maybe Italian fairly quickly. Uh, A Korean speaker or a Japanese speaker can learn each other's languages quite quickly because the the grammar is very similar and a lot of the relationships back to the original hanja are similar. Um, so it's, it's all about where you're coming from. But for an English speaker, Korean is a real challenge. Yeah, you got the answer. Actually, I wanted to bring up a survey done by a foreign service institute supporting the common notion we have. Mm. And this institution in, is the United States federal government's primary training center for employees of U.S. foreign affairs like diplomats or officials. And they estimated the length of time needed to learn new Korean language, new foreign languages to a certain level of proficiency, Mm. which they said S3 or R3, denoting speaking and reading at the level of general professional proficiency. Mm. And they categorized foreign languages into five, while Spanish and French and Italian, as you mentioned, fell in the first category, demanding only 600 hours for learning, thanks to the closeness to the English from the root. Mm-hmm. And Korean, on the other hand, fell in the last category, yeah. indicating that 2,200 hours are required to master this language. Well, and I would say that's even probably on the optimistic side. 2,200 to kind of get your head around it, but then to really internalize it and get it into your bones. You've heard Malcolm Gladwell's thing that you need in order to become really good at anything, 10,000 hours. Mm. In order to become a virtuoso at anything, it takes 10,000 hours of practice, whether that's soccer or whatever it is you're doing. So it really takes a lot of exposure and immersion, I think, to uh, Koreans. So are we, are we ready to spend 10,000 hours for Korean? <laughs> <laughs> I think I've got some of those under my belt, but I probably got another 7,000 hours or so, give or take, because okay. like everybody else, I procrastinate a little bit. Okay, yes. so uh, like we said, it depends who you are, what mm-hmm. your sort of threshold for learning is. Let's go over some of the basic methods and options that you can explore. Yes, and I want to address that it really depends on who you are mm-hmm. because if you're a busy office worker crashing into bed right after coming home, mm-hmm. it will be meaningless to know how to learn English and Korean yeah. um, by textbooks or classes. Meanwhile, mothers with kids might expect to learn Korean at home with children. 
Further, foreign students and tourists, they will all have different needs. Sure. So I want to go one by one. All right. Starting so with, mm-hmm. how do we start? For if you are a busy office worker, I'm very confident with this one. Mm-hmm. Listening to TBS radio will, while commuting to work would be the Throw best way. Throw in a little commercial there. I like it. <laughs> The people upstairs listening already like you better. Yes. So, yeah. Um, listening to TBS, we have, as many people know, Korean side, all Korean radio. That is a perfect way to get conversational immersion. And then on our own program, as you just heard three minutes ago, we do real-life Korean every day, which I hope is useful. Yes, we learned 부담스럽다 as an expression 부담스럽다. Yes. I feel burdened. <laughs> It is kind of a burden to learn Korean, um, especially because... The Korean they teach you, I don't know if you know this as a native speaker, but the Korean they teach you in classes and lessons is quite different from what people are slinging around out on the street out there. Yes, true, but that's exactly the true for the English speakers too. Do you find that too? Yes, really? of course. Okay. Yes. However, considering the constraints of time the busy people have, podcast could be the another, another help. Yes. Yes. Um, I have no shame whatsoever about plugging our friend uh, Kyunghwa's podcast, TalkToMeInKorean.com. Uh, awesome resource. Yes. There are Korean class podcasts directly designed for foreigners. For example, one podcast I heard was reading out Korean news articles to you and the MCs, the participants, were talking to each other, checking how accurately they understood. Mm. Good explanation of the articles comes at the end, along with the whole script posted on the website. So I found it very useful. Great. Yep. Uh, there, the, the number of podcasts has uh, increased over the years. There's at least four or five really good ones out there. There's one podcast out there which is done double in Korean and English, and they talk about learning each other's language uh, in both Korean and English. Yes. Um, and our friend Colin Marshall, who comes on for uh, Urbanism, he's about to launch a Korean-only podcast. Wow. So, yeah, people should great. keep an eye out for that. Yes. And also, there are many people looking for audiobooks, too. Do you know what audiobook is? Sure, of course. Mm. Audible and stuff like that. That might be aiming a little high in terms of abilities, but if you go for sort of the easier material, that could be a good resource. Yes, and since some stories are very familiar to us, like The King and the Beggar and the Damien, despite the lakes of language skills, Mm. guessing the meaning and following the story could be possible. I think that sounds right. Yes, also some famous actors and actresses as well as TV announcers participated in free recording of the well-known classical novels. Mm. So in this case, we can go and just grab one. Great. Mm. Sounds good. Uh, Plenty of audio content out there to track down. And the great thing about audio content is when you're busy, you can fill those downtime blocks, commuting or doing your housework, things like that. True. And I want to move on to the next for mothers and children here. Mm. There is a specially arranged Korean course for mothers at Seoul Global Center organized by City Seoul. Mm. They also provide general courses for foreigners who want to take regular course or topic, the Korean language test preparation course. Aside from that, there is mother and child storytelling narration course for mothers. Oh, that sounds really cool. Yeah, This seems to be geared more and more. In fact, uh, we've got uh, our two intercultural couples standing by, often a Korean marrying a non-Korean. Uh, it helps to acculturate uh, the mothers who may be, you know, marrying into the Korean culture. So cool that they tailor it to, you know, storytelling for their kids. Yeah, true. And it takes only about 12 weeks in total and 30,000 won for textbooks and class materials. 
for free and for free and free extra classes. Mm. However, it opens only twice a year in February and August. So better keep that in mind okay. so that you can. So we missed the time. February window, but in August, uh, keep an eye on that. The Seoul Global Center Storytelling Korean. What do we? Where do we go next, Haley? Well, I wanted to introduce one more program for mothers and kids. There is visiting programs too, where tutors come to home to teach them. And it is also available at Multicultural Family Support Center. Mm-hmm. But the beneficiaries mostly narrows down to children from mother. Mm-hmm. Mm. In city Seoul, kids under six preschoolers get advantage of free Korean char- classes, charging only small amount of class fee about 2001 per month at maximum or free of charge relative to your house income. I didn't even realize that these multicultural family support centers existed. It's uh, quite an interesting little resource there. Are there a lot of these centers? Yes, 270 multicultural support centers nationwide. And you can see on which nearby support center you have Mm. because they have all different systems and classes and schedules. Wow, I did not know that. That is so cool. Hmm. Multicultural family support centers. So those are for, you know, the busy people, people that have families. What about those enviable people that have nothing to do but study? They're just coming here as students. What kind of resources do they have? Yeah, language education center is the first thing they will look for because it has very high accessibility for students in Within the campus, mm-hmm. they call it by different names like Ono Kyuyugon, Hanguko Hakdang, Kukje Ohagon, but they all mean the same language education center. So you yeah. can find one at school. And classes are not for free, but relatively cheap and well organized here. Yeah, there's about four good ones, really good ones, uh, with a big reputation here in Seoul. I guess the, the Two or three of the big ones that come to mind, Yonsei, Sogang, even Iwa is starting to climb up in terms of its uh, language reputation, language teaching reputation. So you can plug into classes there if your schedule permits that opening. Usually they divide it into morning and afternoon classes, right? Yes. And also if you are very socialized, uh, if you are very socialized people with socialized activities, Mm -hmm. then there will be another thing to look for. It will be exchange meetups, language exchange meetups. Yes. It wasn't created for only students, but happened to be prevailing among students because students are more open to meeting new friends and strangers. Mostly, in average, 10 to 15 strangers meet up at once in designated cafe Mm -hmm. and start chatting with various topics. Yeah, just to throw, you know, I keep mentioning Colin Marshall, but the reason I do is uh, he's a contributor to our program, but he's also one of the most diligent Korean language students I know. And he runs one of these language meetups. Uh, it's open to anybody. It's called Han Wei Mu, like Hangugo Weigugin Muim, something like that. Um, he's just one example of these informal meetups that take place in a cafe. There are actually, aren't there cafes specifically uh, kind of built around language exchange. I've heard that there are, you know, various places you can go and just kind of uh, talk to a language exchange partner. Yeah, sure. There are lots of places there, and also tons and more um, meetup cafes and meetup blogs. So mm. You can figure it out on the internet. Mm-hmm. And I just want to briefly touch on the online learning systems too. Well, I can list them up like. Nuri Sejong Hakdang run by King Sejong Institute and Cosnet, 
KOSNET, National Institute for International Education, where topic tests are organized. And Cyber University of Korea, they also provide good Korean classes on online. And EBS Korean Language Learning Center and National Institute of Korean Language and many more have those kinds of classes. So you can look up to many different options, right? Surely. Not to mention countless archived editions of real-life Korean that you can find via TBS Koreascape. We're on Padbang. We're on all kinds of sites. Of course, the TBS uh, website as well. Online learning is uh, very cool. You know what's also very helpful is Skype learning. If you can get a partner to talk via Skype and you know, there you have to listen very closely when you're on the phone. Something is different than yes, being true. in the presence. You can't really lean like a crutch. Yeah, it's better if you see the mouth. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, so, what if you uh, just very briefly? We've got about uh, half a minute. Yes. If you're just kind of coming in and out, are there any quick fix learning solutions? I would suggest mobile application for their mobility because some applications are related to touristic sites suggesting relevant Korean expressions or saying. So it would be much more suitable for them because they have lots of constraints what they can carry and where they can go. Mm. And on, among tons of application, I figured out one application coming up with good Korean sayings and expression rela- related to the touristic sites. Yeah. A lot of online applications out there, podcasts, there's no excuse. I think it's time to start learning Korean if you're going to be here for a while. Haley, thanks once again. Really appreciate you coming in today for TBS 120. Yeah, thank you very much. Email us, koreascape at gmail.com if you've got a question about Korea. And we're going to come back with our global family couples in just a moment.